Justin McRoy and I know the biggest story of the week. My name is. Wait, what? Yeah, nothing. I'm Griffin McRoy, and I'm today's today's gonna be different. Uh, my name is Chris Plant, and I'm not the only Chris on this podcast. And my, should I do it like Russ Rushdick? My name is Chris Grant, and here's the thing: we all know the same biggest story of the week. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I'm not sure how this is gonna work. It's Party Barn for the Wii U. Woo. Announced. Get ready. Prep it. Prep yourself. Prep your fam. Party Barn exclusive. It may not actually be called Party Barn. I am checking on that though. Griffin, I do need you to confirm whether or not it's called Party Barn. So no, we're of course talking about the uh, the the Wii U uh, announcement and uh, all all the all the news that came out this week about the Wii U prices. Funky dates. Barn. Funky barn, funky barn, funky barn, funky, funky barn. barn. Uh, Russ Freshstick is is in uh, the land of the rising sun, so he is not with us, and none of us have played any games. So we thought, hey, let's talk about this Wii U stuff. Chris Grant, our expert expert uh, analyst, I think is fair. Yeah, I think that's a good thing to call him. We, I feel like we all have games, but we can't talk about them. Yeah, I know. I'm playing Sherlock Holmes. So what's up? Yeah. I Griffin. I Borderlands 2. It's, it's mm-hmm. cool. Nice. Yeah. Griffin. What's up? We can't keep bragging like this. Give us give us the dirt. What's, what's the skinny on the Wii U? Well, there was a saying yesterday where they talked a bunch about the Wii U, and it was Nintendo who was talking about it. So I think it's fair to say they were pretty bullish on it. Back to you, Justin. <laughs> No, they announced the date. It's coming to the United States of America uh, on November 18th. Uh, you get the uh, basic bundle for $299. That's just the console with 8 gigabytes of memory, which uh, is a joke. Um, <laughs> can, wait, I'm can, just you, say- can you say it costs $300? Because it co- yeah, it's $299.99, rounding that down to $299, that doesn't make sense. Sure, no, it's $299.99. $299. It's $299.99. Um, and then, so that's the basic. Uh, you get some, I mean, you get the gamepad, you get some, you get HDMI cable, which is interesting. Um, you don't sure get controllers. Retailers are crazy about that. No pro controller, but a pro controller didn't come in the other one. The other or one is Wiimotes. the... Wiimotes. And no Wiimotes either. No Wiimotes, yeah, but everybody has, everybody has Wiimotes. Um, then there's the deluxe bundle, which is 50 bucks more. It's three forty nine You get a 32 gigabyte um, console, which is... Uh, you also get the you get the gamepad. You get a gamepad charging cradle, and you get uh, access to the deluxe online promotion, which I forget the name of, which gives you a ten percent rebate on all the digital titles that you uh, purchase from which, the which seems like a crazy deal shop store. Yeah, well, it lasts you through twenty fourteen, so it's not a it's not eternal, not permanent. But, um, but yeah. you also get one other big thing with you that with that fifty dollars bonus. You get Mintembo Land. It's like, it's like they said. Look, for three hundred dollars, we'll take a dump on your lawn. Yeah. But for three hundred fifty dollars, we'll give you an, a video game console. Mm-hmm. 
it doesn't it 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 doesn't make much sense because that it's crazy because Nintendo Land is assumedly I don't know they may not charge full price for it I think it would be actually I think they'd be kind of crazy too but retailers have it up for fifty nine ninety nine which we also found out is the price of Wii U games um, right <laughs> what's funny about that I just think everything about this is the craziest the craziest thing everything about it is the craziest thing so so just to set the tone before we before we kick into to stuff uh to follow up on justin's cat was that a cackle yeah was that a cackle um so uh chris plant and i the chris's were at um the event yesterday in, in manhattan uh and i i I would define the general tone of the event uh, during Nintendo's portion. It was bullish. The response um, from the press uh, and the rest of the people there uh, that I got from talking to them was, I think, intense skepticism. Would that be I, a- I would disagree with you just from where I was uh, on the home team. Uh, uh, the, the, the mood was... Uh, well, that could have been much, much worse. <laughs> I, I honestly, you know what? Actually, hey, uh, other Chris, do you do you mind playing a, a game of Q and A with me? Sure. Okay. Uh, first question. You know, I'm just gonna ask some bas- basic things that I think we we probably know. Uh, what does the Wii U's uh, main menu look like? Uh, no, no comment, Chris. Oh, um, that, that, okay. Well, um, how much? Sorry, how much do those game pads? How much do those cost? Like, if I wanted to get one right now. Uh, we haven't really made a decision yet since there are any games that use it. Even though we already made a decision in Japan, so no comment on that. Yeah, I, I guess that makes sense. That uh, yeah, I mean, oh, a lot of your games they're they're gonna connect, they're gonna connect to the internet, right? So, uh, how how does online work? I mean, online is a is a really huge part of our strategy with the Wii U. <laughs> but no comment. We're not really ready to talk about it, even though we announced the launch date in terms of days, not weeks or months. Right. It's literally in the days away. But we're we're not quite ready to talk about. Uh, something that Microsoft pioneered on consoles uh, eight years ago. So this so, launch, the, the launch window, yeah. we can expect that to be, you know, like no more than two months, right? Uh, the launch window is actually between uh, November 18th, the launch date, and the end of time. Ooh, it's uh, it's, a, it's roughly 80 million years. <laughs> I, okay, I see. So, so. Uh, this the, the digital pass you mentioned uh, that comes with the Deluxe Edition, uh, right. how do I buy that? Is, does that just go on forever? Uh well, you what, see, what is that? digital purchases and being able to download games, full games to your console is a huge part of the Wii U strategy, which is why we start with a whopping eight gigabytes of storage built in. <laughs> and we uh, want to use the yeah. store, uh, which, by the way, we're not really ready to talk about yet in any detail um, because the launch is, you know, it's 60 days away. We got a lot Can of time. Can I actually ask, do they know, have they said if like my all the virtual console games so they said out of japan they said that but they did not talk about it yesterday at all no they talked about what it's gonna be right they talked about you're gonna have to like copy all of them to 17 floppy disks and then the little you'll copy them over one time you are goofing i had to to move stuff from my 3ds to my 3ds xl i had to copy that stuff to my computer transfer it from thing to thing then I had to take out my SD card, 
uh, transfer all this stuff off the SD card from my 3DS onto my computer and then transfer that onto the bigger SD card that comes with the 3DS XL, which worked maybe the 35th time that I tried it. No, I wasn't goofing. I was well, basing that on... I mean, on... You, you, you are goofing, though, because you are kind of assuming that of the 32 gigabytes, because you're getting a deluxe model. You have no choice. Oh, yeah, because I am. of those 32 gigabytes, you will use 25 gigs to install one game, because that's how big the disks are. And then you'll use Wait, the, are you uh, serious? the remaining, uh, eight, what, 8 gigs, 7 gigs, to install a third, uh, a fourth of another game. Is the uh, wait? What discs are they? The, it's the, a proprietary the, disc. I think it's Blu-ray tech, but not full. You know, yeah. Blu-ray. I mean, there's just like a lot of leftover questions. For example, it's an entertainment device now, right? That's what they talked about. Does it play mm -hmm. Blu-rays? Nope. DVDs, yeah. Does it play DVDs? I mean, guys, the last one you said it was. An, wait, a, does it play DVDs? I don't think don't so. Know. I think, and they won't talk about. It. Last time it was a it was a gaming device, so they had that excuse. But now they're actually saying the third pillar is entertainment. But it probably it's, doesn't play DVDs. That's just weird. There's just nothing about it that... It, what it reminds me of is like the... A lot of the Nintendo TV stuff where they were showing you in this really bizarre... Like, we still don't understand. Like, you were, they were watching TV, and I think it was live TV. But they were talking about, like, Hulu and netflix and that kind of stuff but then they were showing on the gamepad where you would like see reactions to what was happening on tv and i i honestly i couldn't make heads or tails of it that, i don't that was my favorite part because what i think they were alluding to is that there is some intern who has to watch all of the live every TV, single all of thing so and guys like and they screen cap it and they have to be like oh act two turn so manny farted oh modern so family <laughs> So Ross at the Verge, Ross at the Verge, you know, he talked to the the co-founder of, of ITV, which is the company that that makes that software. I think he put a report up, but basically, it's not. This isn't Wii U exclusive stuff. This is ITV. Um, it's an existing platform. I guess it's coming to more devices later. It's not exclusive to Wii U. Um, and the interface even apparently looks like the existing ITV interface. It's an app that you can get on like your iPad and stuff. For uh, our our British. Uh listeners i believe it is i.tv I. it is TV. not to be confused with itv mm -hmm. um so yeah i actually have it I've, I've used it for a long time because listings are are pretty good but so it's I mean, like it's a it's not a you know this isn't something nintendo built in-house um you know brian asked um zach fountain who was this entertainment guy that they brought up uh, oh uh about it he asked him a question like does this use nintendo network or any kind of nintendo network and he said, well, in so much as it's on Nintendo devices and anything by fact of being on Nintendo devices part of Nintendo's network, then yes. Oh, no, no, no. Even better. Part of their holistic uh, internet-connected universe or something. It was, it was so open. It, it could basically doesn't... mean that, like, you know, because it exists online, that is the Nintendo. You go get a phone. You just want a phone to talk to your friends and family. You're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts. And you get ripped off because you got all this fine print little details and all of a sudden they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech. You know, the contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans. There is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. 
You want to pay hundreds of dollars for like literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice, easy solution? Save some, put the bucks back in your pocket, pay 15 bucks a month. Say bye to your overpriced wireless plans, jaw dropping monthly bills. The unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month. Go to mintmobile.com slash besties. That's mintmobile.com slash besties. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. How can they keep, how can they keep doing this? How can they did this with the 3DS, didn't it? The 3DS launched Sans eShop, right? Am I uh, am I, I tripping? So, yeah. No, no, no. I'm, that that sounds right. I think I, that that's going to happen again. I would not be surprised if the Wii U launched with no online thing and they said, you know, screw it, we'll add it in later. Which is which is banana cakes to me. That's cr- I that's don't such know a huge... how they cannot. Well, and it, 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 it here's what okay. Here's what I and why I was laughing earlier about the game prices. This is the thing that I keep getting hung up on, and the thing that I find so mystifying about the Wii U experience. Um, setting the setting the uh, the game pad aside for a second, which I mean, let's be honest, like the Vita has a lot of that functionality that we've seen so far, and the you know Microsoft has has talked about the same stuff. Um, you know, via Xbox Live and ta- and, and smart and, glass and smart glass. So it, it's not like so out there that it's going to uh, set the world on fire. Everything about this system screams 2005, 2006 to me. It's like they're coming to market now with tech that is comparable to what's already available with pricing that is not competitive with what's already available with games that are um with internal specs that are and 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 those things are going to be obsolete in in pretty much every way that matters in 12 months i mean it's crazy to me i don't understand the 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 rationale of like let's be first to market with a new console and it will be I mean, headed for being obsolescence 12 months from now. Because that's, I mean, by all, you know, available signs, like, that's that's where we're headed. So so that this strategy worked uh, with, with Wii because they went after a different audience. Um, and it was cheaper than the competition. Uh, it came out after the Xbox, came out the same time as the PS3. Um, mm-hmm. So there was a lot of parts of the Wii strategy that... that, that helped it work the difference here is that with wii u they're targeting it towards the core right we have black ops 2 and it's like who doesn't who wants to play black ops 2 and doesn't have an xbox or who wants to play black ops 2 and would buy a more expensive wii u even though there's you know even though their friends don't have it even though there's still no discussion of the online multiplayer in a game that's all about online yeah your friends don't have it that's the thing but you could buy an xbox cheaper you could buy a ps3 that is also a blu-ray player cheaper and uh you know still get it so like the, the thing that the, the problem that they have is that they're targeting towards the core it's coming out at the most expensive price point it's not the cheapest price point anymore it doesn't look better the games all look worse 
I wouldn't say. Do they really look? I haven't gotten real close up. The, I think the only games I played have been first party, which look, which look, which like are great. Nintendo first but, party games. Yeah, they don't look like, you know, it, it doesn't look like. Let's put, let's put this way. Uh, well, I think it's graphically comparable for sure. Yeah. I mean, to the three. I don't know. I saw nope, some. They released some Batman <laughs> screenshots yesterday that look. Wait, are you serious? It does they not. It does not look. Good. I've never seen it first person. I've I've only seen it. Wii U. You know, uh, so Madden. Madden. I mean, oh. it looks like a. It looks like a. I don't even know what to say. It looks like a high def, higher def Wii game. There is none of the effects, none of the visual filters, none of the, you know, no kind of infinity s- engine. There's no infinity engine. Um, if you look at a uh, man, that Transformers Prime game they showed, that looked like a first gen Wii game. Um, that looked terrible. I have no idea what they showed. Yeah, that. I don't. Know that what's that was one really jumped out at me. It's like wow. But even guys. if you look at other things, if you look at Mass Effect Three, if you look at Assassin's Creed Three, if you look at Black Ops Two, none of those games look as good as their as their, you know, 360 PS3 counterparts. That's strange. Which is weird because especially with Black, at least with Black Ops, they're pushing it to another screen. I mean, they're pushing, they're pushing this out twice. Is that just to allow for that to happen without a noticeable degradation in quality? Ask them. They didn't want to talk about it. But uh, no, yeah, of course. You know, like the thing is, yeah. like, it is the first release of the system, and it's the first batch of games, and maybe it's going to take them a while to catch up, and that's fine. And I think like. There's that fanboy in my head that's like, oh, we'll give them a couple years because you know it'll it'll over the life of the console it'll probably look better than the, the competition. But they're not competing against Xbox in two years. They're competing against Xbox this holiday, and Xbox this holiday games look pretty damn good, and uh-huh. Wii U this holiday they don't look as good. It, so it's amazing how much it reminds me of the Dreamcast in terms of kind of just like. Not quite their versions of their, you know, big characters games with a lot of kind of weird, interesting ideas, but maybe a lack of cohesion. It, it feels. It let's just, be. The gamepad is a giant VMU. It if is. If <laughs> no, it really is. And it feels. And I like think it. that because of that, I mean, like, if I'm if I'm being completely honest, like. Uh, and not just because like it's my job, but I will buy one. I think there's going to be really interest there will be a handful of interesting experiences um on the console over its lifespan i'm not even sure what those interesting experiences are right now aside from like zombie U, I think looks As, looks pretty neat when nintendo land comes out i could see myself having a lot of fun playing that with my girlfriend and my friends like that is the kind of of social gaming that i can get into um but it's not i mean I also wanted to do the other stuff. Like it would be nice if it did. the The online is just the biggest thing for me. I'm. It's crazy. It's cr- because the, what I was talking about with the. It's, it's not just about. It's not just about how the console specs will be obsolete by the by the next generation. That's obvious, but it's nothing that Nintendo hasn't surmounted before. I don't think that metaphorically consoles are going to be the same things in the next generation that they are right now. I don't think that consoles are just going to be that forget. I don't think they will not be just a box that you throw a disc into and play a game on. Like no matter how desperately Nintendo wishes it would stay that way, they're going to be more than ever before methods of delivery. I mean, they're going to be about storage. They're going to be about, um, you know, streaming. Or, or at least they're about, gonna... at least about cloud storage. Which, yes. But they also didn't talk about that. Like, so much of what I think is happening in gaming, so much of what is so important, 
I can guarantee you the Xbox 720 and PS4 and Ouya and a future Apple TV product and anything. Um, it's all about that the services, you know, it, it's and that's like that's the whole industry now. I mean, you know, I think Bezos said it I think it, uh, on stage on, on the Kindle event last week and it, it mirrored a lot of gaming really well. Where he said, we want to make money when people use our product, not when they buy it. And that's what the gaming industry has been doing for a long time right subsidizing hardware to get people to use their ecosystems and that's becoming you know the business model for all these tablets and phones and everything else um it's a business model i think the gaming industry is going to double down on in the next generation but we and nintendo are still making products that you know i think with a 350 dollars price tag they're making money off of day one for starters yeah um and you know it doesn't seem services heavy which is weird like and and I just, again, to me, it's it's baffling. It's also, I think, like, I don't know, there's a part of me that the kind of consumer advocate inside of me gets angry that a year and a half ago they went on stage and talked about how online was so important when they first announced the Wii U at, at E3 2011, about how online was so important. And here we are, you know, two months to launch, and they won't talk about it. And it's like, guys, a year and a half ago you said it's, like, super important. Guys, we finally got it online. We're going to do it. And here we are, and, and they're ha- like, and nope. Maybe they have something, like, completely crazy. And uh, if, if, first off, if you had something completely crazy, this seemed like an opportune moment to, like, to drop it. Or, or you me, know, you're trying to, six months ago would also yeah, let, be let, a good time. Yeah, let me tell you all the right. times they had to drop it. They pre-announced the Wii U in April 2011, like, strangely. You know, we could have a big blowout at uh, E3, but instead we'll release this little statement saying that, yeah, we're making a new Wii. So, okay, whatever. Yeah, that was pretty bad. You know? but like, <laughs> Apple Apple doesn't do that, and they seem to do okay. But sure, whatever. So you pre-announce the Wii U. Then you uh, go to E3, you show off the Wii U. Then you have a... Um, there was a uh, roundtable event after that. Then this year at E3, they had a pre-E3 live streaming press conference. They had the E3 press conference. They had a developer Q&A after that. They had a Smash Brothers Wii uh, Nintendo Direct event like a month later. Um, they, had the 3DS, had, they had the 3DS press conference. Was that the developer's press conference? The 3DS? Yeah. No, there was one a developer's one. There was also a Wii U Q&A, uh, developer's Q&A. Um, they had, remember they had four press conferences this year? Uh, one for 3DS. Um, because they spent so much time during the press conference talking about Wii U. That was their explanation. Um, then And then just yesterday, they had three events. One in Japan, one in Europe, one in North America and New York. And, like, they've had so many events to talk about stuff for one console. And there are still yeah. so many question marks. There are still so many unknowns. Uh, and they've also, despite all this transparency, let's call it, in quotes, um, not only have they left a lot of questions, they've failed to build up a lot of anticipation. Like all that work. Read, read any. Like, there's no. I I don't know what application of this I'm gonna. What, what's the? If you think about the Wii and the success the Wii had, and I do cop completely to. I think the hardcore gaming enthusiast press was uh, caught off guard by the success of the Wii. Yes. Uh, in in a, in in large extent, and I'm really. I also think I'm looking skepticism. for angles. To which that that isn't the the case again. Like I'm trying but to figure out. I think the skepticism with, that the hardcore press had about the Wii was borne out. That's the thing. 
Well, yeah, I mean, in a, in a, in a weird way, it wasn't for them, but right? But you think about how it spread through the mainstream, though. Yes. It was that essential experience of we're going it, to – it's tennis, right? It goes back to tennis. No, you don't have to learn buttons. You don't have to learn any of that junk. Just swing it and have fun. And that that yeah. moment is what soul is what turned the Wii into phenomenon. And I don't see anything resembling that moment with the Wii. I think it's important. This episode of The Best of These is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos, you can do whatever you want, and it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their aura frames and they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. I think you can look at Nintendo Land and kind of see whether or not this whole this whole enterprise is going to you know be a success or whether or not you know it's going to crash and burn and i i hate to completely overstate this but you look at this game compared to wii sports my my parents are not going to play nintendo land because one it's a whole bunch of very traditional hardcore games or just just traditional game games like metroid blast is you know a third person shooter uh balloon fight is a throwback to the actual balloon well balloon whatever they call it is a throwback to balloon fight from the nes it's a lot of fan service for the hardcore which is not going to appeal to you know the average person and it's a lot of games that you have to kind of learn how to play games to enjoy it is not tennis or bowling so i think right off the bat you you've lost my parents you've lost grandparents you've lost all the hype that you know the we got on top of that the system emphasizes that gamepad controller which is a pain in the ass to play standing up. So you're back to sitting down and playing your games. So it's not this like active, you know, go out there and have fun in front of the TV system. It is the most sedentary, you know, uh, single player experience I can think of because you literally have to be sitting down to balance, you know, that controller on your lap while you're drawing on it for how uh, I don't know about that because Wii U fit. Well, here, so th think about this though. It's it's called gamepad, right? It's very obviously trying to evoke and um, you know take advantage of some of the excitement, anticipation, uh, enthusiasm around tablets. The iPad has sold almost as many units as the original Wii, uh, and it did it in two and a half years, and it did it at five hundred dollars. Um, add on to that all the Kindle Fires that have sold, 
all the iPod touches that have sold, like people have a certain expectation about how a device like that works. The gamepad subverts that expectation. You know, mm-hmm. when well, when people like, I can't take this outside my house. I can't run software directly on it. Like it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I think you know, and I think people have an expectation of how tablets work, and and the gamepad does not. Work How that many way. people do you think will buy this system and try to take that tablet somewhere else? I mean, I, I'm just saying, you know, I mean, I, well, I, I mean I, that could happen. I, I, I mean, absolutely, I, I think it will that. happen. I went to a short family vacation earlier this week for a day, uh, but my mom was there, my aunt was there, my cousin was there. Uh, none of these people are gamers. My sister was there. None of these people were gamers. I was there. Um, guess how many iPads were in that house? And I'll also preface this by saying that none of these people are rich. Like. My aunt works two jobs. My mom, you know, is a realtor in a down economy. My sister's a vet tech. Like, this, these aren't people with a lot of money. They all have iPads. All of them. They play games on them. They watch movies on them. They all have iPads. It's weird. It's weird that they all have iPads. Like, I think it's strange. Um, but they, uh, they, they love the things. And for them, like, n- number one, they were the audience or, or would have been the audience for the Wii U. They've already got iPads. The ones who don't will probably get an iPad. The ones who get the the Wii U are going to be disappointed that it's not an iPad. And I like, don't. Do you really think that's? If I, I see a, a game system that is a tablet controller and like I, I have certain expectations about what I can do with that, I absolutely think that the, the average consumer, unless you target right. it to just the hardcore, which is what they're doing, we understand that it's not an iPad. But we also understand that a new Xbox comes out next year. Hey, you know I actually I mean? had like, a question, and I don't know if you New York guys got an answer to this, but. Uh, they were showing co-op, uh, Black Ops co-op, on one player yep. playing on the screen and one player playing on the tablet. Good luck flipping that coin, by the way. Uh, how are they pushing the video to the tablet? Uh, it's coming out of the Wii U. The Wii U is pushing both screens, yeah. and as a result, but but it's pushing it. But it's pushing the video. Do you know? I mean, do you know what it's doing? Wirelessly, yeah, yeah it's it, wireless that, it's, video distribution. What you're doing is you're playing split-screen multiplayer, and it is you know like how if you. Uh, Think about it like, have you ever played 3D split screen where one play, both players wear 3D glasses and one player sees positive no. and one player sees negative? Uh, well, you can do that with some PlayStation games. So it's, it's basically the same. It's creating a full screen product uh, and then the second full screen, rather than being a negative space, is being wirelessly Which I get that. I'm saying impact. as far as the wirely, wirelessly transmitting it, like, I don't understand how that's happening without any sort of lag, especially with, like... A first-person shooter. Yeah, I mean everything. All their games do that. Let's let's. We don't have much time left, and I feel like all this stuff we've talked about, people can decide for themselves. But Chris and Chris, you guys are at the actual New York event. Did you play something that you hadn't played before that ju- that just really resonated with you, or you know that you have any opinion on that was was first time? I played. I'd played most of it before. Um, the stuff I didn't, Black Ops 2. I, I, also, I mean, here's the thing. Black Ops 2 looked uh, good. I, I, you know, It wasn't the single player. It wasn't running at 60 frames a second. Wait, um, are you sure it. about that? Eric Hirschberg said on stage that it was running at 60, and it d- absolutely did not feel like 60 frames a second when I played it. Then again, we played split-screen co-op, at one screen on the tablet, one screen on the TV, and the idea that it would be pushing both of those and doing sixty is that's maybe that's a little crazy. Much. But they've said they've said that much. They've said that the the frame rate would suffer whenever they push it right. to do screens. But I, I don't think they would. I don't think they would sacrifice a sixty. That's like that's what they build their entire right. Right. I'm just saying that what I played wasn't sixty. Yeah, we didn't play single player for for multiplayer. We didn't play single uh, player. We played co-op. But 
the, the uh, not co-op we played competitive uh split screen but it uh, it worked well like it was fun to play it with two people in the same living room on each having their own screen um it, it uh, i think the gamepad felt weird to me and, and so did the pro controller just because the orientation but you probably get used to that um but that to me it was a neat experience it was a lot of fun i can imagine a more unique game that wasn't available on every other console in the world um with a huge multiplayer component would probably do better with it but like that was a good proof of concept for me uh it was also the first time you saw a game like black ops that looked like it's supposed to look on a nintendo console you know this wasn't a weird really low res port this was like the real deal now granted when you know modern warfare 4 comes out for xbox 720 what's the wii u version of like i don't know but it was um you know th- that to me was interesting and it also kind of reinforced nintendo's push for the core uh going around and looking at the rest of the stuff you know a lot of it was stuff that you've already seen or played ninja gaiden um mass effect 3 uh it was mostly you know what was most notable was the delta between stuff that's already out like like madden uh, on 360 versus madden on wii u um i also think a lot of the nintendo land games do look like a lot of fun and the fact that it's not coming in the 300 dollar bundle seems insane to me like you know a lot of those games really do prove the model of having asynchronous um like displays so you're using like two different things like you know there were some things i'm not sure why they changed like uh, the metroid game became co-op instead of competitive but uh i don't no, know no, there's a co-op mode and a competitive mode they're oh doing, they're, they, they're explaining oh, they these things very poorly that okay so they kept the things has mode. different modes so you have like t- like you know what is it 12 games i think Something yeah you crazy. have i think like 12 games but then like each game is different. Each game modes. may have more modes, but they don't want to talk about that. Either way, it seems like a lot of value. Like that one game has a ton of stuff in it. I don't know why you wouldn't want people to have it, considering Wii Sports has That's sold the thing. you That's what's so for years. Baffling um, about it is that they don't see the connection between everybody having Wii Sports and everybody wanting to own a Wii. U, uh, a Wii. I, I will say that the thing that is the bummer about Nintendo Land is it feels like a collection of ios games very good ios games very polished ios games but not like all of it could be replicated using your ipad and iphones uh there's nothing like wii sports where it just felt like a creative wellspring you know like everything couldn't be done anywhere else you know you had to own this because this was the only place you could play it but like the biggest promise that it has, and for me that's exactly it, like really polished iOS games. The reality is they don't make iOS games that are that polished. You know, like and the ones that are don't work that way. They don't have the same tactile controls. So like I'm sold on that as a core gamer who might be interested in this. I just also don't think it's an ecosystem I'm gonna invest a lot of time or money into. I'll buy it at launch, I'll play Nintendo Land. I'm not gonna buy my third party games on Wii U. Like you know, nothing they showed me, you know, proved to me that having the gamepad um, well, on Mass Effect, having the gamepad on Darksiders Two was was meaningful. And you're certainly not going to. And this is you know? this is another thing that's like this is what I'm getting at. You're not going to buy your third party games there now. You're certainly not going to buy your third party games there in a year when they're being made. Yeah. There are no there are third, no third party, party games. games for it. Like because who's going to also support the one that has bad graphics and you have to make two screens for it? Well, not just bad, not just bad. Yeah, that's the thing. You got to make a special version of it. That's not. I'm I'm super into the idea of asymmetrical gameplay. I just do not see how it's sustainable from a from a developer standpoint. 
Because I think that I think that the PS3, the next PS3, or the next PlayStation, and the next Xbox are really going to be like fairly close to parity, and this the the Wii U is going to be miles behind and also require the development of all these special gamepad features. I I just don't see how that's an, an appealing offer for developers. Yeah. I will also say this in terms of special gamepad features. We still don't know exactly the extent of smart glass mm-hmm. yeah. for Xbox, which is going to work with your iOS device. It's going to work with your Windows phone device. And I think your Android device, it's going to have like, you know, support for all those platforms. So tons of devices already in the market. Um, and, uh, you know, Sony could do the same thing with Vita. We haven't really seen much of it yet, but, you know, it's certainly possible. Well, there's a little big planet. Yeah. I mean, well, they, I mean they have the ability to do it. And the the little big planet crossplay Vita stuff that I've done, where you use the Vita as a controller and an extra like self-contained world, like right. that, they can do it. They can swing it. It's it's the same stuff that the Wii U is doing. And so it seems to me like I think Nintendo is going to have the luxury, just like they did with with Wii, of having games that are custom built for it, and almost you know, except for the third-party ports, but almost all like the original Wii U games will have like Zombie U, right? Mm-hmm. Will have that integration which is really cool i don't think you're going to see that kind of integration on the third party games i don't think you're going to see that kind of integration on ps3 with vita or on xbox with smart glass but what you will see on those other devices is the potential to have some of the shallower integrations which can Um, still be kind of still be kind of neat like i could see that like inventory management and a role-playing game that's on other platforms like i could see i could see that being a huge draw for me to, to Wii U. I feel like certain genres even are, mm-hmm. are I'm going to want to play sort of like how I like playing first person shooters on the 360. I could see myself playing strategy games and role playing games on the Wii U. Um, I would they say just haven't like a, shown any of that. Yeah. And I would say as a wrap up, I mean, that's the problem. I think there still is a lot of potential for Wii U. I think what they had to bring to the table at this point, which was like their 10th time showing off the system and talking about it, they really had to like knock people out. And I left that event with so many questions and so many, like, feeling like there were so many missed opportunities. Why didn't you show an RPG with tons of stuff? Where was Pikmin? Like, you already talked, like, how is this stuff not a priority for you guys? And, um, you know, I, I don't know. I just felt like they missed and, and they've continued to miss so many opportunities to really provide clarity into what they're offering people. And I feel like especially if they're going after the hardcore gamer to not even talk about, to, to literally ignore any kind of online feature besides hey we'll have netflix is bizarre it's like it's completely baffling and it makes me very nervous for the longevity of the product like if they're not able at this point in their life as a company to figure out online um well the xbox and ps3 are are, you know on the cusp of redoing their things uh i i i don't know it, it, this was a day after Apple showed off asynchronous multiplayer on Game Center on iPhone 5. And Game yeah. Center is like kind of a mess. But the fact that it's kind of a mess and is still so much better and is still adding features um, than anything Nintendo's ever done is really telling. And it, and it's not, just so we're clear, uh, and, and, and at least for me, this our our negativity here isn't really about the price. I mean... No, the price is fine. The price the is price good. Is, the, it's I'm, just about what it's justified. Because like... If it, if it cost $100, I still would be completely baffled yeah. about its long-term viability, how, how it makes keeps itself relevant. If anything, the date is the more shocking thing because we are now 65 days out 
and there, like half of the things that there are to know about the console are unknown. So to be positive, uh, to wrap this up, because maybe you've already pre-ordered your yeah, review. I'm a, no, I'm uh, gonna buy one. It's too late. Here, here's I think what, here's can... what I'd recommend. Uh, it, I think if you're going to buy this, Zombie U looks fantastic, and it's a game that Ubisoft must be pushing money into. Uh, in the last minute because it looks so much better now than it did at E3 and it looked good then but it is polished it's running smooth uh hist are pushing every little idea they can into that it's also like the game pad it's also like the only it's like the only core game that nintendo land is going to come with that deluxe edition because you don't want to buy that stanky uh general edition and then then what i i don't know really if there's anything else to like recommend if you have another console because i would seriously recommend buying it on something else um yeah i mean it, it, i don't even know what i'd recommend you know for pre-ordering down the line new super think, mario brothers you did you recommend that i i no i mean why do you need it if raymond has all the creativity platforming joy you need i don't know i don't know what super mario brothers U does that the nintendo wii u like the last Nintendo Wii Super Mario Brothers didn't do, or 3D, the 3DS version. I, I just yeah, I have Mario a hard time getting like, excited about it. Man, it's derivative. I think Zombie U is the best bet. Yeah. In terms yeah. of like an exclusive game that looks good, that's going to appeal to the core, that really uses the gamepad in unique ways, that's going to feel like different. Zombie U is it. I um, think if you're going to have a, a a chance at launch, you need two things. You need one thing that's there day one that people can get excited about and then something down the line that they can look forward to and like with vita for me it was like there was cool stuff on the first day you know and then you had gravity rush to look forward to here zombie u is definitely worth a day one pickup but like past that i i I just don't what nintendo needs what nintendo needs other than uh, online to know to know how the internet works um they need like they need like four or five more Ubisofts. Ubisoft has six launch day games. That's that's cray. They have and they have even more games coming out for the rest of the launch window. But they have six games on November eighteenth that are going to come out alongside the Wii U. I think if everybody but this, was to... but this is a weird case where like, for me, it's not even about the games. I would trust that the games would come if I had any reason to think that this was going to be a successful effort. You know, they, they will support it if the now will they support it with a bunch of mini game trash like on the Wii? Uh, who knows? But they will support it if this if it's successful. I just I don't see anything else about the console that says this has a chance Invest to be viable long term. Yeah. Um, but uh, in closing, Wii U looks pretty good. Yeah. Pre orders today. I want, I want to believe. Me too. We are not haters. I'm going to buy it. Like, I'm going to buy it, and then I'm going to sit there because I like being excited. I like the turnaround. I got really excited when the Vita started to uh, – I get well, I mean, it's still in the process of becoming a, a worthwhile investment of my money. But I'm like a, I'm like a crappy stockbroker who takes lots of risks, and a lot of them don't pay off. But uh, the one out of ten times that they do, it's, it's, it really gives my life <laughs> meaning. Uh, and in closing, Nintendo, please, um, Google – uh, internet google google just, just yeah f- figure out what google is and go then, to a library like, talk to the librarian about what google is and then maybe they'll let you use the computer <laughs> show them your just id promise them you're over 18 
Here's the thing. Tiger made a system called Game.com like a million years ago, and they knew what the internet was back then. I just don't get it. It's driving me insane. It's really bad. It Chris, will you brain. buy one? Uh, yeah, I'll buy one. Yeah, obviously. I mean, we're not talking about <laughs> <laughs> Oh, in closing, we're all it's a bunch like, of fucking hypocrites. Well, I'm, I'm going to buy one, but I'm rich. Yeah, I do it for true. a living. Yeah. This is my job. Like, if I'm at, if I'm, and, and do I think I bought a Wii? I bought a Wii at launch day at midnight, Toys R Us, New York City. How much do I play it? I almost never touch it. All the skepticism, and I, though, that and all the cynicism that we have about the Wii, I don't regret my Wii purchase. I, like, for the four or five yeah. awesome, like, Skyward Sword and Smash Brothers Brawl, like, there's some, there's, there, I had a lot of fun with that system. And I'm sure I'll Same have a lot of fun with the Wii, for Wii U. Same strategy for Wii U, yeah. I'm just what my my concern is not hatred or Tobias. It's it's genuine concern that this thing isn't even going to get a shot. It's not going to get a fair chance. I like the idea of asymmetrical gameplay, and I think Nintendo is poised to deliver on it. Uh, I, I certainly before and possibly better than anybody else. And I'm worried. I really am worried about like an, an extinction event. And I don't. I I really don't want that to happen. Besties. Besties. Besties.